for great-looking T-shirts, hoodies, and sweatshirts. The TNT Shop is now open at TNTradio.live. This is the Hervoye Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It is Monday, and so much is happening. I can't keep up with everything. I'm on my fifth, I think, fourth, fifth double espresso, uh, absolute total insanity. We got a great lineup this week uh, on my show. Today, we've got first-time guest Stefan Verstappen out of Canada, martial artist, um, prolific author. Uh, I'll call him um, survivalist prepper sort of dude. So that's going to be a great chat first hour. And Karen Hunt is coming back second hour. She's also a fighter, a, a, a martial artist. We'll be talking COVID-1984, the race to space, and uh, you know whatever else um, floats, our, floats our boat. As always, feel free to email me during the program. I get a little ding where I see your message or drop a comment in the chat uh, or, or, or call in and chat with me or my guests. What is going on in the world? You may have already heard by now that was the first news uh that's how i woke up this morning to the news of lord jacob rothschild having passed away at the age of 87. you know i, I like to quote ray comfort on this one who says you know statistically 10 out of 10 people die uh, and so you know we all the, the the king and the pawn both go back into the box at the end of the game italian proverbs so whether you're a Rothschild or a Roth nobody, we all face the same fate. So, you know, that's one reason that I, I think I don't, I think we shouldn't get all hyped and worked out, wor worked up about the Soroses of this world, the Bill Gateses, the, the, the Rothschilds, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all going to be standing in that same line. Um, we've also got this story, uh, U.S. Airmen, set himself on fire in front of the Israeli uh, embassy. Um, he has passed away 25 years old, San Antonio, Texas. It's very reminiscent of the, the Buddhist monk during the Vietnam War who doused himself on fire uh, and in very Zen-like fashion without screaming or moving, sitting still as uh, his body burned to a crisp. That's the cover of, a, of the Rage Against the Machine album as well and you know in my courses on history and political science i would show this sort of stuff to my students like you, you, you this is the kind of stuff if you want to really learn international relations you got to see this stuff and so um I, you know i'd always give a warning turn away if you got a weak stomach but um this is real history and politics and uh, this morning i was having a two hour plus conversation with my former professor alfred desias who's been on the program and you know he was very um moved by this event and he said he, he didn't think it was a good idea you know why um kill yourself is a form of protest to the empire that there are better ways you know you're worth more alive uh, again but it's happened so uh very unfortunate and you know perhaps the western media you, you might you may not see much mention of it in the western media take, take note uh of that and and uh yeah he was protesting again the the he, he was yelling free palestine so he was protesting the situation in israel gaza we've also got uh, houthis hitting submarine communications cables force submarine com 
cables have been damaged in the Red Sea between Jeddah and Saudi Arabia and Djibouti in East Africa. So, well, uh, are you ready for Cyber Polygon? It's coming slowly, Cyber Polygon. So that's going on in the Red Sea. Um, also, the UN it has been reporting, not that I'm a fan of the UN, but World Food Program said its teams reported unprecedented levels of desperation and that the U UN warned that 2.2 million people were on the brink of famine, again, referring to the situation out there in Gaza and Israel. And a fascinating op-ed from Ehud Olmert um, over at Haaretz over the weekend. He says, Netanyahu's messianic coalition partners want an all-out regional war gaza is just the first step the ultimate gang ultimate aim of this gang is purging the west bank of its palestinian inhabitants cleansing the temple mount of its muslim worshipers and annexing the territories to the state of israel this aim will not be achieved without extensive violence conflict armageddon writes ehud Olbert for Heretz. uh again absolute crazy times that we live in large language models acting as diplomatic agents in simulated scenarios show, showed hard to predict escalations which often ended in nuclear attacks so when used in simulated war games ai tended to choose nuclear war <laughs> so again imagine life under algocracy uh you know they, they, they do the quick calculation ai's like hit the nuke button boom uh so crazy you know whether it's the temple mount situation or ai nukes or you name it things are not looking good russia has designated u.s senator lindsey graham as terrorists i would have to agree with russia on in, in in this case in fact probably they could probably list most of america's senators as terrorists and it would be technically correct uh putin has re-established moscow and leningrad military districts i guess this is an important move Putin said in December, a couple months back, that Russia had to reestablish the Leningrad military district due to Finland's accession to NATO. So again, that signals preparations for uh, the worst. You want to, you know, you hope for the best. You got to prepare for the worst. New York Times dropped a story today on how, oh, surprise, for more than a decade, the U.S. has been building um, secret bases uh, in, in Ukraine. Uh, basically, CIA-supported network of spy bases has been constructed in the last eight years. That's 12 secret locations along the Russian border. But we're not fighting with Russia. You know, NATO is not at war with Russia. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and what else we got that's interesting? Apparently, there was a hit attempt on Tucker Carlson. And uh, I think Russian counter-terrorist units prevented Carlson from being Tucker Carlson for being assassinated. I told you the news today is absolutely insane. I can't get to all of it. The OPCW over the weekend, last week, they identified the um, ISIS or ISIL, Islamic State in Iraq and the Levant, as the perpetrators of the Syrian uh, chemical attack in 2015. I just like to add in there that the OPCW identified Washington, Brussels, London proxy ISIL as the perpetrators of the chemical weapons attack on Syria. So that is also important that this is coming out from OPCW. All right, if you miss your favorite TNT show or interview, simply listen um, or watch it when you want, wherever you want. You can visit episodes on the TNT Radio website, rumble.com, bitshoot.com, brightion.com. Even on the app, I just discovered that. On the app, you can uh, listen or watch live. Uh, we're also on the podcast 
platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, so forth. There's no reason to miss out on anything on today's news talk. Your voice heard here. The government needs to step up and do its job. Today's news talk radio, TNT. Reportedly, President Joe Biden is planning to make a rare visit to the southern border this Thursday, which happens to be the same day that former President Donald Trump will be making his own border stop here with the story. Joining me now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Harvori. It sounds like the plot of some Old West movie, like it's going to be a showdown at the border town. Uh, actually, they're going to be in two separate border towns. Uh, so... I believe they're about 325 miles apart from one another. So don't get too excited just yet. But it is interesting that they are both planning to do this on the same day. Uh, it's also a very rare uh, visit for Mr. Biden, uh, who will get a firsthand look at America's illegal immigration crisis. Uh, he's going to travel there Thursday. That's February 29th, uh, apparently same day. His rival, uh, ironically enough, Mr. Donald Trump, is going to be visiting the region. Biden will be heading on down to Brownsville, Texas, to meet with U.S. Border Patrol agents, law enforcement officials, and local government leaders. At least that's what the White House said on Monday in a statement. The trip will mark Biden's first visit to the porous border in more than a year and the second since he took office in January 2021. That's right. He seems to have a border aversion. Uh, Trump, the leading Republican candidate to challenge Biden in this year's U.S. presidential election, of course, is scheduled to visit another border hotspot on the same day in the same state. In this case, Eagle Pass, Texas. That one's pretty well known uh, by now. Lots of folks like to go down there and get their photos taken with the crisis taking place there. The former president has accused Biden of destroying America by dismantling his border security measures and opening the country to record inflows of illegal aliens, drugs and suspected terrorists. Uh, here's what Trump said at a political conference on Saturday, quote, with four more years of Biden, the hordes of illegal aliens stampeding across our borders exceed 40 to 50 million people. Medicare, Social Security, health care and public education will buckle and collapse. It will collapse. End quote. With polls suggesting political backlash over Biden's handling of border issues heading into the November election, the president, Biden, has switched in recent weeks from denying that a crisis exists to, of course, blaming somebody else. In this case, Republican lawmakers for the problem. Biden signed multiple ex executive orders on his first day in office, reversing the new border security measures that were imposed during Trump's term. His administration also temporarily halted deportations of illegal migrants and canceled construction of a border wall. U.S. Border Patrol agents encountered nearly 2.5 million illegal aliens in the government's latest fiscal year, which ended on September 30th. That was compared with just 40. 458,000 during Trump's last full fiscal year in office. I mean, that's a significant increase. Uh, those figures do not include millions of so-called gotaways who crossed into the country without being confronted by federal agents. Um, 
On Monday, an unidentified White House official told reporters that during his Texas trip, Biden will discuss the quote-unquote urgent need for Congress to approve border measures that his administration negotiated with Senate Republicans. On the other side, Republican for Virginia, Representative Bob Good, said Biden is only seeking quote-unquote political cover for his intentional sabotage of border security. The lawmaker said, quote, he has the power to reverse his policies and enforce the law, but he won't, so he can continue to try and blame Republicans, end quote. It's the same kind of thing we've been seeing taking place thus far already, Havori, except now they're going to do it in person at the border. Uh, so how close are these places to where you're at, I wonder? I think it's quite a while uh, away. I'd have to look at the map, but it's uh, I'm I'm like halfway through uh, Mexico. But uh, I, you know, I I, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a matchup. You know, one of the articles uh, is titles is um, Trump Biden to make dueling border trips. I read that as Trump Biden to make duel, uh, or they could do you know lucha libre style wrestling down there that'd be interesting to see but um you know when, when you were discussing some of biden's promises um for the border additional funding for u.s border patrol agents blah 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 fentanyl detection technology you know whitney wrote an article about this recently but a couple years back i've talked to todd miller who called he's the first basically that, that i've known that coined it the term border industrial complex uh, and so he's he's saying it's a bipartisan thing and in some cases, the Dems and Biden have uh, spent more money on creating this border, which is not the kind of border that uh, we visualize. It's a high-tech dystopian system, AI, drones, who knows what sorts of detection capabilities. That's what they're installing. Uh, and I think that's the big takeaway from Todd Miller is that the U.S. is helping the rest of the world to build out these same systems. So if you just take a step back, they want every country to have these digital control systems where this they will control who gets out and who gets in. Uh, so let's not be fooled by some of this false left-right paradigm stuff. Both parties are in on it when it comes to all the shenanigans, running drugs, uh, border security complex and whatnot. Uh, what, are, what are your further thoughts uh, with these guys' uh, trip down to the border? Yeah, well, you actually, you just made an interesting point. We we forget we're isolated sometimes in each of the countries that we live. So here in America in particular, we keep thinking this is an American problem and there's this proverbial hidden secret agenda. They, the commies, they want to destroy America from within. And I'm like, no, actually, it's happening in all the countries and all of the free world uh, as we speak. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you reminded me of that. Um yeah, I don't know. It's clearly just a political stunt. It's because they're both running uh, unchallenged, I might point out, uh, for each of their parties uh, for president. Uh, and so this is to be expected. Uh, I just wish they were actually closer. It would have been great if they were in the same town. Then we could have seen a bit of a ruckus between each of their supporters. Uh, well, I, I guess the Biden supporters would probably be outnumbered uh, is what I'm guessing anyway. Sad to say. Maybe a water balloon fight. That could work. Uh, and uh, but also just along these lines, there's an article I came across from civildefensemanual.com titled Wargaming the American Apocalypse. And they say that the most crucial issue is convincing Americans that there is a cat catastrophic event in the making right now. Most people either don't believe anything bad will happen to them 
and they don't want to think about it or they just don't care. Americans can't see this trouble in our future because Americans think what happens in the rest of the world can't happen to Americans. It just um, doesn't. And so, again, as we're discussing the border issue and the migration, um, that's that's going to collapse America uh, at some point in the future. Anyways, Ruckus, catch up with you next hour. We've got great first-time guests coming to us from Canada. Stefan Verstappen, survivalist, martial artist guy. Uh, feel free to call in. We'll be right back. TNT's Chris Smith. You know, there's nothing humane in the boat people, people smuggler trade. Nothing in you. Nothing humane about it or compassionate about it at all. This has always been one of the great delusions of the left. And if they didn't learn that lesson from the tragedy of the uh, Rudd and Gillard government, when over a thousand people drowned on, on the oceans to the north of Australia, if they didn't learn that lesson about a thousand people, including women and children drowning, well, they're very slow learners and they're bound to repeat that mistake. But that's because their ideology superseded the practicalities of the issue, right? Yeah, absolutely. Albanese from the left was always ideologically bound, almost fanatical, hysterical, about saying if you don't believe in taking all the refugees, then you're some sort of barbarian, a racist, a bigot from Western Sydney. Chris Smith on today's News Talk TNT. TNT is an independent global news talk station that does what others only say they do. TNT is a live radio and TV broadcaster that simply tells the truth 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No one in the world does what we do. Crisscrossing the globe, providing credible news and opinion all day and all night. In two and a half years, TNT has become a credible and exciting platform with brilliant hosts and staff. It's a critical time, and we must continue to call out the misinformation and propaganda from mainstream media and their powerful sponsors. We're now appealing to our many friends and supporters around the world to go to TNTradio.live and make a small donation to TNT while we seek the right investors to continue our important mission. The human mind is like a computer. No matter how efficient it may be, its reliability is only as great as the information fed into it. That's a campaign promise. Tell us the truth. Tell us the truth. We mandate that the truth be told. You're hearing it. TNT. Joining us on the Rebel Transmission is Stefan Verstappen. He'll correct my pronunciation. He's a Canadian author, researcher, adventurer. He's written dozens of articles for many magazines. He's the author of eight books. Uh, I just bought one of them, The Art of Urban Survival. Others like The Way of the Warrior. Um, he's worked as an instructor for St. John Ambulance, a wilderness guide, community organizer, martial arts instructor with over 35 years experience including four in china uh, he's created the viral youtube documentary defense against the psychopath and the paradise stolen series and 200 other videos the websites chinastrategies.com formingcommunities.com and follow him on twitter x at stefan strategy welcome to tnt stefan well thanks for having me on Herb. pleasure to be here I, I recently came across your work. You are on Mike Adams's um, program and the topics that you deal, deal with. I'm very fascinated by, like I said, I just uh, I got your book, The Art of Urban Survival, a Family Safety and Self-Defense Manual. Oh, and you. I think I, and I think that in these times in particular, your website and back catalog provides immense wealth uh, of knowledge and resources for what might be what might be coming and uh you know like i said your your work is new to me and maybe for parts of the audience if you just want to tell us real quick you know the 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 work that you've done uh and sort of what you've focused on oh yeah well that's a long story um 
I've been a survivalist since I was 12 years old. And um, so I, I, you know, I try to teach people or prepare them to get ready. Um, prepper wasn't a term we used way back then, but now it's, it's a term they use, even though I don't like the term prepper. But, um, you know, listen, it's, uh, it's what the Boy Scouts motto is, right? Be prepared. So we are heading, and I saw this many years ago. I've been a conspiracy theorist since I was like 16. So I've seen this all coming. I knew that we were heading towards a breakdown of civilization. I wrote an article uh, because I, I'm a big fan of history. So you read history and there's a, a theory about history that it works in cycles, historical cycles, it goes through stages. And I wrote an article that was published in the Trends Journal, which is uh, Gerald Salente's publication here in, the, in, in, well, down there in the United States. And it kind of breaks down how civilizations rise and fall and the signs by which you can tell what stage your civilization is in. And, you know, you read all the signs. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the downslope, folks. Um, you look around what's going on in the world, the economy, the culture, the wars, the endless madness of what's happening. And, uh, well, those are signs that our civilization is going to crash. So how do you prepare for that? Well, first thing, you've got to be uh, personally prepared. So that means you got to stockpile food, six months worth of food minimum. Um, and if you can stockpile more, even better. You need to get a really good medical kit together. No, it's not enough just to have one of those little first aid kits you buy at the, at the drugstore, at the pharmacy. I don't know what they call it there in Australia. Um, but uh, those are okay. You know, you stick one in the car, fine. But you need to put together your own medical kit, which means it includes all the things that you personally need. So if you're on medication, heart medication or diabetes or anything like that, you, you need to stockpile extra medicine. I know it's very difficult to do that. You have to have a doctor that's uh, cooperating with you, and not too many do. The doctors are not awake to this sort of stuff. Um, but there's ways around it. There's the black market and things like that. So stock up on your personal medications, anything you need to require, but also your supplements, you know, your vitamins and, and your minerals and all the things that you take now to stay healthy. Double it and put it in your medical kit. And then add to it little by little, you know, go, go online and read it or better yet, get, get one of my books um, on, on medical uh, techniques and first aid kits, you know, extra pressure dressings, burn dressings, um, a surgical kit. Yeah. Why not put it in your kit? Because we don't know what's going to happen. And one thing that we're pretty sure is going to happen is that our, our, our access to medical um, services it's just going to evaporate. I mean, it's already bad now. I don't know what it's like in Australia. Here in Canada, we have the, oh, the, you know, the free medical system <laughs> that we're supposed to be so famous for. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, go to the emergency room. Three days later, if you haven't bled out by then, maybe a nurse will see you. So already the, the medical system is collapsing. And so the more you can look after your own medical needs, the better so a good medical kit, we don't know what's going to happen, but assume 
There's not going to be an ambulance. There's not going to be a hospital you can run to. Then after that, you need communications. If everything collapses, we're assuming that, the, you know, we've seen what happened in the United States just a couple of days ago where all the uh, uh, communications went down for some strange reason. Well, uh, that could happen again. And as a matter of fact, it will happen again. So what's going on? You need to know what's going on. I've had this before way in the way back in the day. The power goes out. You're sitting there in the dark. You don't know anything. No radio, no TV, no Internet, no cell phone. Uh, I mean, should you get out and start running for the hills or uh, should you stay where you are? What is the reason for this blackout? You need communication. So I recommend everybody get a minimum small handheld ham radio. So an HD, a handheld ham radio. The reason for that is, and I've I already tested this and it works, that when the power goes out, forget about tuning into AM radio or FM radio. Even if they're still up, they're useless. I tried. They don't tell you anything about what's going on. But you tune into the police, ambulance, and fire channels. They all come together and they share a certain channel so that they can communicate with each other and have radio coordinate their activities. Tune in there, listen in. You will know everything that's going on, everything that's going on. What's on fire? What's, what streets are closed? Uh, if there's riots, if there's civil unrest, you'll be able to find that out. And if you want to go a step further, get your ham radio license, and now you can communicate with people all over the world. Um, and then finally, some form of security. I'm not one of those preppers that has a bunker stocked with machine guns, but, um, and I know you're in Australia, you probably can't do any of this, uh, but if you can get a hold of a shotgun, um, even if it's just a single shot, bolt action, 22 rifle, something, because, you know, if you're facing a guy with a knife, any kind of gun will do, right? It will give you the advantage. So a firearm. But if you can't do that, and I, I, I don't know what the laws there are in Australia. It, it sounds like you're you know, 10 years ahead of Canada here. But um, then, okay, a baseball bat. Can you buy a crossbow? Uh, how about a, a cane? I teach cane fighting because a cane, a walking cane, but a good one, you know, um, one and a half inch thick solid oak cane you can take it anywhere in the world nobody's going to look at you weird and it's a really good weapon let me tell you it does a lot so you do have to have some kind of a weapon so those are the things you got to do now okay but if you but, could just hold that thought Stefan. sure uh, um, by the way the the crew tnt they're all in australia i'm down here in mexico um you're up in uh, up in Canada and so and the listeners are all over the place and so um that's the magic of the tech we have today as long as the power is on and the solar flares aren't flaring we're gonna jump real quick to our headlines question huh? what are you guys doing today the news now TNT radio news sounds good for TNT this is James O'Neill Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel announced she will step down from her position on March 8th, concluding her seven-year tenure. 
Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis has urged Judge Scott McAfee to exclude cell phone records presented by attorneys for former President Donald Trump, which suggests that Willis and Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade misrepresented the start of their romantic relationship. We're the pinup boys and poster girls for free speech. We just don't look as impressive as Vladimir Putin shirtless on a horse. Yeah. 24 7, 365. We never stop sifting fact from fiction, misinformation from the truth. From government overreach to the latest on mandates, big tech censorship to propaganda gone mad. Listen to TNT Radio and get the news and views direct from our expert presenters and commentators anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's News Talk. This is TNT Radio. We continue our chat with Renaissance man Stefan Verstappen. The website's ChinaStrategies.com, FormingCommunities.com, Stefan Strategy on Twitter X, and you can uh, find his books all over the place. And I'm just curious your thoughts with the recent. And I totally agree with what you're saying. Uh, a lot of wealth of knowledge you're giving us. Um, but the solar flare incidents, you know, the, the different theories are. Uh, DH, I think DHS and FBI said it was a software update issue. It could have been a solar flare. Uh, a lot of us are wondering about this cyber polygon that Co Cobra Commander Klaus Schwab has said would happen before 2020 by 2025. Um, do you have any thoughts? Uh, do you have any interesting theories regarding what might have happened? No, I don't have any interesting theories. See, the thing is. We don't know what's going on. You're not going to get the truth from the government. You're not going to get the truth from the media. And so unless you've got some sort of inside information as to what's going on, you got, you know, your, your brother-in-law is up on the uh, high up in the government there. And he's uh, even then he's not going to tell you what's going on. So um, look, folks, we don't know. And I get this all the time. Well, you know, people are making predictions. Oh, um, you know, April 23rd, the power is going down. Oh, March 40th, the, the new world order is going to launch an attack. Oh, wait a minute. June 6th, that's when they're going to come up from Russia. Oh, you know, like, I mean, uh, you get that every every two days, right? Some prediction, some dire prediction. Oh, you only have three days left to live. OK, folks, listen, we don't know any of that stuff to be true. And I, you know, OK, pay some attention to it. But. I warn people not to spend too much time listening to all this um, doom porn. And it's all over the Internet. I'm so sick of it. Um, you know, most of it is clickbait. Oh, run for the hills now. You don't know what's going to come and get you today. And OK, we don't know. OK, so what I tell people is don't get upset about all this. I've been hearing the end of the world predictions for 40 years. OK, so every time I see another one, oh, the end of the world of this, look, forget about it. Don't worry about it, because that's what part of what it's meant to do is make you scared. Remember, fear is a way to control you. And what we have going on in our society today, as you can see by reading the headlines, is we have something called mass psychosis. Now, psychosis means you're insane. You, you don't you're not contacted with connected with reality. That's what psychosis means. And in order to institute mass psychosis, the key ingredient is fear. 
So all this stuff, and it's coming from the government, it's coming from the internet, all these doomsday predictions, it's to make you scared. And when you're scared, you tend to, it's easier to, you know, uh, uh, manipulate you into mass psychosis. And as you can see what's going on, you know, with the, the violence and people flipping out and losing their minds everywhere you go, that's mass psychosis. So that's why I tell people, like, don't get too involved in the fear porn. I would say just ignore it altogether. I, I don't follow, you know, any of the people I used to follow five years ago. I, I'm tired of it. I don't want I don't want to hear it anymore. But what you can do is be prepared. Now, Sun Tzu, the author of The Art of War, the fifth century B.C. Chinese strategist, what he said is make your defense impenetrable and then await the enemy at your ease. So what that means is for us, get prepared, okay? You've got your food, you've got your water, you've got your medicine, you've got your communications, and it doesn't hurt to do some training, a little bit of wilderness survival training, a little bit of martial arts training, you know, get into a little bit better shape. Do all that, and you're ready. So whatever comes, you'll deal with it. And if it's another coronal mass ejection or if it's a emt that's another one everybody likes to talk about or if it's some cyber hack attack or you're not going to know what it is you know th there's somebody somewhere with his finger on the button and he, he can push it and shut the whole grid down <clears throat> excuse me you don't know what it is so look just get ready be prepared and then most importantly relax Enjoy your life, get together with friends, have a barbecue, go sit in, 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 in the field and by the river and do a little fishing, okay? Because you're, you're going to make yourself sick, which again is part of the point of all this fear porn. It, it's meant to make you sick and paranoid and indoctrinate you into the mass psychosis of, look, just get ready first and then enjoy your life look we're still alive and uh, you can't be you know under the under the kitchen table in a fetal position <laughs> you know <laughs> worried about when they're going to drop the big one i've been through this okay they started this crap way back in the 60s when i was still a kid oh nuclear armageddon get under the table okay look no it hasn't happened yet and if we if i were to sit under the table for the last 60 years my life wouldn't be very very much fun so do that, folks. Now, let's take it to the next level. Okay, let's if, say... Just, just your further thought there. I, th I thought this was an extremely important point and what I've been telling people because I'll get listeners and they'll send me these frenzied emails, messages like, 5G is going to fry you and the vax and this. And, I, and I've been saying, telling people the same as you. And I've also started tuning out to a lot of the people that I used to listen to 10 or 15 years ago because you find out, you know, some of them are great people. They helped me a lot initially, but... Um, a lot of the their fear porn projections never came to pass, and then you're like, wait a minute, you, you know? And so, and it's it's a, you just laid everything else out. And just any thoughts on how come even the alt alternative media has has been behaving like this? Yeah, I don't know. I'm very disappointed in the alternative media. You know, I've been doing these radio interviews for about 15 years now, and <clears throat> I think I've been on everybody's show once at least. Um, but now it's just like, 
I don't know what's happened. Um, again, the mass psychosis, people are losing it. They're starting to get a little bit weird. Her boy, you know, you can see it. You know what I'm talking about. More paranoid and more, more can, uh, wild conspiracy theories, you know, and, and oh, and then it's the flat earth and they're a bunch of very violent, angry people. You, know? <laughs> you have to believe me or you're an idiot and you will die. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, well, let me mark that channel. Great. I'll never go there again. Um, look, it's, it's, I don't know what's going on, but um, uh, part of it is the law of stupid. Um, the seven, uh, seven laws of stupid. Do you remember? Do you know that? Yeah. <clears throat> Just a lot of people are really stupid and it takes you a while to figure out they're stupid. Other people may have sold out. Maybe they got a check in the mail. Hey, by the way, it's safe and effective. Here you go. You know, <laughs> who knows? I don't know. But depend on your own critical thinking is the most important thing. I rely on my own instinct. Listen, I got a good instinct that I've spent many years to developing. I can listen to a person. I can see them speaking. And I know, I already know. You don't have to tell me anymore whether or not I can trust that person. And so, look, uh, I don't know what's going on with the alt media. Like I said, you be prepared, right? You await the enemy at your ease. So you're not running around. Oh, I got to go to the store. I got to go buy some more, more bottled water. Yeah, if you're doing that, <laughs> you're kind of behind the times. Get it now. Get all your supplies now. Stock up, prepare, train, and then enjoy your life. And then... Just sit back and watch. Just watch. See what happens. You'll know, you know, when the troops are banging down your front door. Now you'll know what's real. Okay. You'll know when, you know, you see the mushroom crowd cloud off in the distance. Okay. Now you know what's real. So just be calm and observe, but always be prepared. Don't let your guard down, especially nowadays. Crime is going, you know, through the roof. Uh, it's dangerous just to go grocery grocery shopping. So, uh, but you know, train in martial arts. Keep your eyes open. Be smart about it. Street smart. And um, like I said, then don't stop worrying. Stop freaking out about it. Hold the barbecue for your family and friends. Um, but there's one more thing that we need to do, and this is what I've been talking about for the last three years so i've been a prepper like i said since i was 12. so i got the guns i got the radios i got the food i got the medicine i'm a former first aid instructor for saint john ambulance um and i've taken extra courses you know i'm uh, almost a paramedic so i can handle things <clears throat> but and i'm a martial artist i can handle myself physically i've been teaching it for like 40 years now um so I'm good, but I can't do everything by myself, right? What if I get sick? What if I walk down the stairs and I go over on my ankle, right? You know, it can happen. Some stupid little accident can happen, and it will take you out. Now what are you going to do? Who's going to look after you? Where, where are you going to go to for help? Remember, no hospital, no police, no fire. No grocery stores, uh, looters running around, street gangs going wild. And now 
I can't walk because I sprained my ankle. Now what are you going to do? So there is, you know, we, we there's this mythology about the lone wolf survivalist, right? Um, yeah, I, I could fit that, but I'm smarter than that because I know all the lone wolf survival strategies and tactics doesn't protect you from a stupid little accident that can occur at any time that puts you on your butt. So you need a community, most important. So first, personal preparedness. You've got your food, your medicine, and all that. But now we need to work together with our neighbors and people in our community and form collectives and not the communist version of collectives. <clears throat> See, what history taught me was, what did our great-grandparents do 100 years ago, 150 years ago? No welfare, no medical insurance, no unemployment insurance, um, how, no, no retirement benefits, no uh, um, life insurance policy, and uh, the banks in those days weren't going to lend you it. What did they do? Well, they formed mutual aid societies, also known as friendly societies or... Um, um, fraternal societies, you know, you've, you've, you've probably seen them in the movies, you know, like the, the Moose Lodge or the Elk Lodge or um, those types of associations. And what they did was they pooled your membership fees and what they charged in those days was ridiculous. One day pay a year. That's it. Whatever you get paid in a day, that's your membership fee for that society, the Foresters, the Odd Fellows, uh, those types of associations. And for that, they provided you with medical insurance, unemployment insurance, death benefits, funeral services. They would send your kid to college. They would buy property. They opened up their own hospitals and uh, fairgrounds and picnic areas. And that's what they did. And now we're facing a government that can't provide anything anymore, right? Yeah, you know, I, hey, I remember my, my grandparents in, in um, Croatia, we visited so many times, outhouse, their own well, their own um, animals nearby. You got like nothing uh, at all. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a village that's got like, um, like a cul-de-sac sort of, and it's all mostly my my tribe and uh you know your your neighbors your your aunts uncles they all come together to help you and i guess you know it seems that's where we're uh headed we got to jump to our break the websites again formingcommunities.com chinastrategies.com uh, our phone lines are open if you want to call in we'll be right back de-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective dr matthew Willicki is a bit like dr judith curry both of them were prominent academics in their field, and they left their field because of the fact they could not put up with the whole global warming missive. And of course, they have become outcasts. Dr. Curry actually had some of her background at Penn State, and she has been called some mean and nasty names by Michael Mann, to a point where I don't understand why she hasn't sued him for libel and slander, but it's her life. In any case, Dr. Wilicki has this idea about rethinking climate change metrics. Now, this is not an old idea. In fact, one of my professors at Penn State back in the 70s 
said that temperature is a third-rate way of measuring climate. And he's right, because the temperature can spread apart from what we call the dew point. What is a better way to measure climate is with what we call wet bulbs. But better than that, the best of all is water vapor. We have something that we work with as meteorologists called saturation mixing ratios. And it shows a direct correlation between the amount of water vapor in the air and the temperature. So why aren't we quantifying water vapor? You know why? Because it will reveal that water vapor is the main driving force behind the warming. Now what's causing extra water vapor? Well, it's not extra CO2 in the air, it's the warming oceans. What's warming the oceans? That's not from the extra CO2 in the air either. So Dr. Wurlicki's idea of rethinking climate change metrics is an excellent idea. And we should be quantifying water vapor. Fat chance given $63 trillion is already behind this whole net zero agenda. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. I'm your retirement fear, but don't be scared. You're still in pre-tirement. Pre-tirement? Does that mean I have more time to plan? Precisely. Here, this is pretirement.org. Huh. Retirement savings options? <laughs> Potential tax breaks? Yep. Ooh. Oh, I could build up savings for my side hustle. This isn't scary. I'm doing it. You got this. Visit thisispretirement.org for free resources to help you customize your action plan. You're with Hervoye Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It's our final segment here with Stefan Verstappen, Chinastrategies.com, formingcommunities.com. He's got a lot of books, um, a lot of videos, a lot of materials if you go to the websites. And uh, I, I'm glad you touched on that last point because for my guests on TNT or on my podcast, I always ask, I, I kind of ask, you know, what's the problem? What's from your mind? What's happening? And then what what do we do? You know, how do we resist? It's two part. How do we resist? And then how do we prepare? And you know, I've I've talked to James Wesley Rawls, uh, Survival Blog, and many others, and I've I've noticed a trend. Most commonly, the solution is network or community not the bunker mentality you know i'm down here in mexico you know if i go out too far out of town if i build a bunker i'll just have a few dozen narcos come store my little castle there's no point to that but i've visited villages i've i've met some hardcore catholic groups that uh the entire village is prepping for the end of the world so i thought you know that's not a bad community to be to be in but you, so your further thoughts on this and something you mentioned in a previous interview which i think was important you know i've been to the greater reset conference which is interesting derek bros john bush they do the freedom cells stuff and i so you mentioned that and i instinctively never felt comfortable putting you know going online because you know it could be dangerous you mentioned um and i don't really feel a need for it you know i can i already have my own organic group network here i don't need the internet for that and i don't think i should need the internet your your, your further thoughts there yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> let me tell you what we've done. For the last three years, we formed a community. And um, the community has no internet presence whatsoever, no website, no Facebook page. We don't do anything online. 
we meet every week and uh, at the meetings you're not allowed to bring your cell phone because the cell phone is always turned on and it's always listening so we don't want people to listen to us not that we're doing anything wrong or illegal but one of our biggest enemies that we face right now is our own government you know <laughs> look at the australian government look at the british government look at the american government they're trying to help us excuse me they're trying to help us they're not doing anything for us they're actually our enemies so and throughout the history of community and mutual aid societies <clears throat> even village uh, communities like you mentioned in croatia that there was a whole village there there are there are community but the reason all of these communities were destroyed was because of their government government does not want you getting any highfalutin ideas that you can look after yourself no you must be a perpetually weak helpless person that depends on the government for everything and you will obey what the government says that's why when you form a community you don't advertise it you don't you know hand out flyers you don't stand in the, in the town square and <clears throat> because again it's not to be paranoid but listen it is the government that will come after you so what we did is we formed a community first of all I got to say, it's not a commune. Communes do not work. I've heard this before. Derek Bros too. I know. I I know what he's trying to do. Let's buy some property, and we'll all live on that property. No, that has never worked, Derek. I'm sorry. I, I know. I've heard. I've listened to him. That never works. Communes. They always start bickering and fighting. Whose turn is it to do the dishes? They didn't do it. I'm pissed off. No, forget about communes. What you need is a mutual aid society, which means that everybody lives at their own home with their own family you know you got your own place but what you do is you work together on certain areas and support each other so we have a community now we've got teams we designate teams we've got nutrition team we got a medical team we got communications team we got security team so what have we done we grow our own gardens we run a food co-op we run a bag and box co-op system. We buy directly from the local farmers where I am here. There's nothing but farmland. I'm in rural country, lots of Amish, lots of Mennonites. So we are almost completely self-sufficient. Everybody has their own backyard garden. We have communal gardens where we all join in, look after. We got chickens and we got bees and honey and, and goats and rabbits and we're almost completely self-sufficient because we don't know how long this is going to go out on for, right? Good, yeah. Have six months worth of food. What if this lasts for two years? Then what? What are you going to do for the last 18 months? So it has to be looking towards self-sustainable uh, solutions. So that's our, med our, our food team, our nutrition team. Brilliant. we got medical team. Now, on our medical team, we've got naturopaths. We got four nurses, we got three paramedics, we've got a Chinese medical doctor, and we're just getting another naturopath joining our, our team. And there's me, uh, you know, one of the paramedics. And we have put together medical supplies. I mean, brilliant kits, big kits for serious uh, emergencies. And we put the three of them, they're stored throughout the county. So there's one at this guy's house, 
There's one at that guy's house and there's one at this guy's house because our county spreads across 25 miles. Now, if you get sick or injured or hurt, you know who to call. Call our medical team and go to their house. They got the supplies. They got the medicine. We got, you know, antibiotics and and uh, uh, ibuprofen. Uh, I've been, ibuprofen. You know, right. yeah. No, not ibuprofen. Right. Um, anyways, we've got the supplies. We've got medical herbalists. We've got naturopaths. We've got nurses. And we will, we, we will do that. So our medical team, really good. Our communications team is amazing. We've got everybody in our community has a ham radio. Everybody. And they've all been programmed. And we can all communicate with each other using radio. And if you get into a repeater, <coughs> people here talk to other people in Japan using their ham radio. We can talk to people in Europe. We can talk to somebody in Sweden. So not only do you know what's going on in your own country, you can you know call up Norway. How are things in Norway? <laughs> you know, are you guys having trouble with the food? All right. So. Our communications team is is brilliant. Everybody is plugged in. So if the grid goes down, we can talk to each other. And finally, security. It's not our biggest concern, but we do have men that have military and law enforcement experience. They do have firearms and uh, we're divided up into squads, what you would call a quick response team. So if one of the farmers is being attacked by looters and that may very well happen he can get on the radio said look there's 20 guys at the end of at the end of the road don't like the looks of them well you know we can send out eight men with shotguns and see what's going on so we're ready for that and it's sustainable it's long-term sustainable add to that we do our own homeschooling we do our own meals on wheels and uh, we do lots of events for the community in, at large, not just our personal community, but the whole area around us. We put on workshops, trainings, and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really very wonderful community. And we have barbecues and music night, and we have uh, uh, potluck dinners, and everybody brings their kids, and we play violin and guitar and sing and sit around the campfire like i said you got to enjoy your life too okay and our just, community just be with with how much meat you're grilling uh you know too many co2 emissions i'm just kidding we're a minute and a half <laughs> to midnight um we're just about out of time this is uh, i think an episode people should download and have as a resource and and think about building their own um um homesteads or whatever and what you just outlined is kind of like how we basically function throughout history you know any any final thought um and then tell us again where, where the best places we can find you your projects and so forth sure no look just even two people working together right you multiply your your ability to do things by four it's it's a multiple factor right you by yourself okay i don't care how strong and how tough you are there's limitations but you get two people three people, four people, one family, get 10 families, and you can survive anything. And the best place to uh, get my stuff, I have an online course, The Complete Guide to Forming Communities. You can find out all about it at my website, 
transformingcommunitiesoneword.com. All right. I will be checking that out. Thank you, Stefan, for coming on TNT. Great uh, discussion. Thank you for having me on, Herboy. Keep up the great work. Uh, you're, you're welcome back uh, anytime. Um, and I'll be right back after this break. <laughs>